Hey friends, welcome back to the Strong Her Way to Eat, Move, and Live. Here we talk all things food freedom, fitness, and life transformation, helping you heal your relationship to food, exercise your body and yourself so that you can feel more confident in your body. I'm Alicia. It's great to be here with you. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. So today I am going to talk to you about something that most women tend to dread. It is something that uh, I definitely work with my clients on on a continuous basis. And it is something that I've really had to kind of work through myself. And it is hopping on the ever dreaded scale. Now, working with women on healthy, sustainable weight loss is definitely something that I do. But even more than that, it's helping the women that I work with really work on their relationship to the scale, to their bodies, to how when they jump on the scale, it makes them feel how that drives their actions and the habits and all of the things that they're doing, all the things that they're not doing. Now, of course, that's not all of it, but that definitely can be a big part of it. So as women, and really probably as people in general, but I can't speak from a man's perspective because I'm not one and I haven't lived my life experiencing the same kind of pressures that men face. But as a woman, it seems like the number on the scale has been given so much weight, Um, no pun intended there, or maybe a little bit of pun intended there, but it's been given so much power over us. And we use it to kind of determine and dictate how we feel about ourselves, how we show up, how we dress, what we eat, what we don't eat, how much we exercise. And I feel like from an early age, and maybe we're kind of starting to see this shift a little bit or move away in some degrees, but from early ages, a lot of us were really taught what it meant to be a beautiful and healthy woman. And whether it was directly spoken to you or just the idea that there's kind of a right weight or a right way to have a body, those messages are kind of all over the place. Now, what I will say, as part of my journey of coming out of a very toxic and busted relationship with food and my body and my weight and dieting, what I will say is that one of the things I don't agree with 100% in the whole anti-diet movement is that you need to completely avoid the scale or never weigh yourself or you should never have a desire to lose weight or change your physique in any way. Um, I also don't agree with a lot of what I believe can be fairly unhealthy behavior um, in sort of the other direction, right? It's almost like dieting was such an extreme in one way that the anti-diet movement has really tried to correct the extremity of diet culture and um, a lot of the difficulties that it's caused for people over the years, for women in particular over the years, they've tried to correct it by going in the total opposite direction. And sometimes the message is just eat whatever you want. You know, you could be any weight that you want to. And of course you can eat whatever you want to. You can be however much weight you want to be. That's not the issue there. I think it's more, again, it's just like looking at, okay, how is this, you know, by being so extreme in the other direction, how is this also potentially not healthy? And so I feel like one of the biggest services that you can do to yourself is moving out of diet culture, healing your relationship to food and your body, 
maybe accepting that the size or the weight that you think your body should be is not necessarily the same as how your body was made. And so it might be a lot harder for you to sort of come outside of that weight limit. But then on the other hand, we don't want to fall into the trap of where we're just kind of like, screw it. You know, I'm just going to eat whatever I want to eat. I'm not going to work out. I'm not going to do other things that can promote health as a way to kind of rebel against diet culture or dieting, because I don't think that that's necessarily healthy either. I don't think that's helpful in the long run. And that's not necessarily like, at least the, the women that I work with, that's not necessarily like how they feel their best either, right? So it is really finding that sweet spot in the middle, that middle ground, whatever that looks like for you. And so part of that, in my mind, is also being able to make peace with your weight, making peace with whatever number you see pop up on the scale. Because the, the, the trouble that we run into when we just simply avoid the scale, we never get on the scale, we don't ever you know check our weight or whatever, is that all of the thoughts and the feelings that your weight is attached to for you will continue to come up, right? It's like just not weighing yourself doesn't necessarily fix all of the busted and crappy thoughts that you might be having about yourself, about your body, right? It's like, that's like saying, okay, if you have a cavity in your mouth because you haven't been brushing your teeth or flossing or, you know, doing whatever, and just by, you know, not going to the dentist and having them tell you that you have a cavity, that doesn't make the cavity go away, right? That doesn't negate all of the actions that maybe were taken that caused the cavity in the first place. And so I think the danger when we just simply decide that we're not going to weigh ourselves anymore is that we unintentionally deny ourselves the ability to really work on some deep-seated, potentially very hurtful things that we think or believe or feel about ourselves. And a lot of times those beliefs and those feelings stem from maybe things that we were told by other people in our lives about us and about our body. Now, I don't know that I really need to say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. There is no doubt dangers in the scale as well, right? In jumping on the scale. I think a lot of times it can become obsessive. It can be something that you feel like you need to weigh yourself every single day or multiple times a day. And then you really use that number to kind of dictate and determine how you live your life, whether or not you need to exercise harder the next day, maybe eat less or deprive yourself of food, um, starve yourself in the extreme cases. Um, and that, of course, is not healthy either. So I think on this journey of working on your relationship to food and to your body and to yourself, a, a part of that is going to be mending your relationship with the scale, recognizing that the number that the scale pops up is totally neutral. It's just like you know, when I open up my weather app and I look at the temperature outside, right? Of course, I'm going to have thoughts about that. Like if I want it to be warmer or sunnier and it's going to be freezing and, and raining all day, naturally, I'm going to have thoughts about that. But I don't make that mean anything other than this just isn't the number that I want, right? I'm not attaching that at all to my self-value or 
um, my self-worth in any kind of a way. And you might be thinking, of course you're not, because that doesn't, you know, those two don't even correlate at all. But what if you could learn to look at the number on the scale in that same way, that this is just a completely neutral number, right? It's just like the weather. It's just like, um, you know, checking the number in your bank account, which again, right, you're going to have all sorts of thoughts about that, some negative, some positive, but it's not the number of your bank account in and of itself that triggers those thoughts and those feelings. It's what you think when you see that circumstance, if it's something that you want, then you're going to feel excited. You're going to feel proud. You're going to feel uh, maybe secure or comfortable. If you're feeling stressed because there's not enough money, then the thoughts about that, like there's not enough, oh my gosh, how are we going to pay for this, right? That's going to trigger that anxiety, that stress, that worry. It's the exact same thing when it comes to your weight. So a client of mine recently, you know, she just kind of started this challenge and part of this thing that she's doing through this gym that she just signed up with is doing some weigh-ins. And that for her has definitely been kind of a wake-up call because I think sometimes too, when we avoid the scale, it's really easy to um, kind of get lost in a way. And so for her getting on the scale and seeing this number has been a wake-up call in a way of like, hey, this is not trending in the way that I want. I know that there are things that I'm intentionally avoiding or not doing or not taking care of but this gives her an opportunity to really see where she's starting at and to decide is this where I want to keep going is this how I want to keep going or okay now that I see this raw data this totally neutral number let's make some decisions about what changes we want to make and the cool thing has been is that her and I get to process a lot of that stuff when we meet when we talk so she's not, you know, seeing this number on the scale and then immediately beating herself up, um, being super hot on herself and just being kind of stuck with her own brain in her own mind, but really having somebody to kind of wade through a lot of the thoughts that she's having about seeing the number and how can you kind of neutralize that so it's not such a big deal that would cause you essentially to go one way or the other, right? Either falling way back into dieting and restriction and deprivation and beating yourself up and starving yourself or going in the complete opposite direction and just being like, you know what? Screw it. Who even cares? Why even bother? I'm just not going to do this anymore. Because a lot of times that's the two extremes, right? We're either all in, we're all unplanned, we're doing it all perfectly. We stress ourselves out, we burn ourselves out. So then we go to the other extreme where it's like, man, I just need a break from this. This is too hard and things like that. So I really just wanted to kind of touch on your ability and your power over the scale. That is a totally neutral number. So the next time you hop on the scale or you go to the doctor and the doctor asks you to get on the scale, you can really have a very neutral response to that. I mean, sure, maybe you hop on and initially it's not the number that you wanted to see. It's not the number that you were hoping to see. You might find your breath catches a little bit and then you start to notice all of those thoughts sort of creeping up, right? And that first stage to any change is awareness, right? So it's seeing the number and just being aware of what thoughts immediately bubble up for you when you see your weight. What are you making that number mean about you? 
How are you letting that number dictate your life and make decisions for you? And if that's not the kind of relationship that you want to have with the scale, know that you have it totally within your power and your ability to change that by changing the way that you think about the number. Now, that doesn't mean that you go completely from one extreme to the other, right? Of like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is that number, you know, where you start to say things like, I'm so fat, I'm so gross. How did I ever let myself get here? You're not going to go from that place to, yeah, this is like a totally cool number. I'm totally, you know, I'm happy with this. I have no problems with that at all. But how can you just kind of neutralize your thinking around the number on the scale so that it doesn't have such a strong emotional pull on you? You just take it one thought at a time, right? Okay, this is just a data point. But first, you have to become aware of what you are making that number mean about yourself, how that is making you feel when you think those thoughts about yourself, about your body, about your weight. What actions are you driven to do from that thought and feeling combination? What actions maybe are you not taking in your life from thinking and feeling that way about yourself, about your body, about your weight? And then we can start to move into a more neutral space of, this is just a number. This is just a data point. What is this maybe telling me? Like from a raw data perspective, right? Not the story that we're heaping on top of it, but this is literally just a number. It's just completely neutral. It has a different meaning to everybody. In different circumstances or contexts, you would probably make it mean something different. And by neutralizing the way that you feel about the number on the scale, believe it or not, that is going to put you in such a powerful position to really begin to make the changes in your lifestyle that you want to make forever. No more dieting, no more yo-yoing back and forth, no more losing the weight and gaining it back, but truly working on this as a part of your journey and working on your relationship to yourself truly is the key. And this really is the thing that most other diets or all other diets and workout programs out there, weight loss programs and things like that tend to miss right? It's all about the strategy. It's all about eat this, eat that. Uh, Don't eat this. Don't eat that. Eat only this amount. You need to burn this amount of calories a day to have the calorie deficit, but it's not really helping you clean up your thinking around food, around exercise, around your body. And most importantly, what you are thinking and believing about yourself on a daily basis. This is the heartbeat of the work that I do with my clients every single day. So if this resonates with you, if you like, feel like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I need, then I want to invite you to reach out either over on Instagram or Facebook. I'll have the links to that in the show notes below, or you can shoot an email to alicia at aliciacarlson.com to set up your free consult. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. If this message was helpful for you, consider leaving us a review to help it get to other women just like you. Uh, Share the episode with somebody who you think would benefit from this. Have an amazing rest of your day, a blessed week, and I will be back here with you again next week. Until then, bye.